On this episode, we have Gauri Ramnarayan, playwright, theatre director, and journalist who has also been uh, MS's vocal accompanist for more than a decade. When you talk about MS Subulakshmi, you generally think of someone who is a typical South Indian mummy, um, dressed in a very conservative, um, old-fashioned style. In fact, you never saw her blouse. You know, she always covered it so much. But it is so amazing that um, a person like that believed in the most iconoclastic values, values which seem iconoclastic and, uh, you know, uh, daring today. Um, and um, because think, as a young girl, how much guts she must have had to go on the stage in Congress rallies and sing nationalist songs. Um, you know, she could have been arrested for sedition as her husband was over and over again. You know, she just escaped. So, but then it needs that guts, right? And it not only needs guts, I think it needs uh, belief and faith in those ideals for which she sang. She was completely involved in the Mahatma's values. She saw herself as a Gandhian. Like everybody else, she thought that the Mahatma was a god. And, um, you know, she, because of her background, um, her involvement with the freedom struggle, both with her husband and because of herself. Um, the thing is, um, she was deeply interested in political issues. I'm not suggesting that she was a political animal and was uh, she was analyzing everything that was happening, but she knew exactly what was happening uh, you know, on the national and the international front. And she used to read the newspapers, Tamil newspaper, but she used to read them. Remember that her husband was the editor of a magazine and she lived upstairs and this magazine, which was a nationalist magazine, was um, being printed downstairs. So her entire life was involved with the freedom struggle and all the ups and downs um, of that struggle. And um, she once said, that she believed that everyone was a child of God and should be treated as such. She said, that's what Gandhiji said. Mahatma's um, ashram, he would always ask her to sing. He'd say, Shubhalakshmi, tum gao, tum ram dhun gao. So, and she would, and you know that Ishwar Allah tera, tero naam was a very special phrase for her because it was special for Mahatma Gandhi. You know that it's not there in the original text. The, the original verse, it's Mahatma Gandhi's verse. So, um, and this deep-rooted conviction, it made her sing and record the Islamic prayer, Bismillah rahman rahim with the same devotion with which she learned and sang the Vishnu Sahasranamam, which is perhaps the most, uh, the holiest of uh, Sanskrit shlokas, you know. So there was no difference in her attitude towards um, towards the spirit about which she was singing, uh, because she said that um, all religions, all religions were to be respected. Sirat al-Muntakim, Sirat al 
to the stage and she placed a long stemmed rose. And then she showed the tears in her eyes and touched her heart and went back. And you won't believe this, people started doing it, you know, one after the other, they started coming up to the stage, placing a rose and, you know, um, showing their eyes and their heart. And well, there was something even more dramatic that happened after the concert was over. Everyone got up, the hall was packed and they, it, there was a thunderous ovation. Now this audience would not stop applauding MS and her accompanists until they got down from the stage, made their way through the aisle and down the staircase into the street. The audience followed her, still applauding until she got into the car and drove away with a final wave. And when I looked back, I saw the entire hall, the congregation standing on the street and applauding, you know. It was a moment beyond, uh, you know, anything. And uh, people asked me, what kind of a teacher was she? Um, you know, it's very difficult to explain because, uh, I mean, I don't want to go into a lot of technical stuff here, but I will share one insight that I had from her. The only time I think she kind of scolded me uh, because she said um, there was a request uh, for a particular song in the concert that was going to be performed in the evening. I didn't know it. Uh, I was trying my best to learn it, not with great success. And finally, I told her, don't worry, I'll manage. It's just one song. She looked at me with such a startled expression and said, manage, did you say manage? Music is not about managing. Music is about commitment, you know, and that was it. And that was such a sharp jab with a needle, you know. I never forgot that. Um, so if you ask me, MS at her best, not on the concert stage, not at all. It was always when she sang before her guru in Kanchipuram, you know, in a very um, small space um, and, you know, um, dingy space sometimes. Or when she sang before the sanctum of the goddess or the god in the temple. So I remember going to Madurai Meenakshi's temple, and that's Madurai's her hometown. I was standing next to her and she was singing the song um, addressed to Meenakshi. Uh, the goddess and her eyes were closed and tears were raining down her cheeks and you know i'm not superstitious i'm not particularly religious but somehow that day when i looked at the goddess inside the sanctum as the priest raised the camphor light and circled the goddess i really saw the goddess's eyes shining through tears well i might have had tears in my eyes but this was something that I truly felt. Once I asked her, what do you do before starting your concert? I mean, what's your mantra? What's your secret? What do you think? I mean, what, what is it that you think of before you start? She spoke just a single word, but that was enough. She said, surrender. She surrendered to the spirit of her art, to the spirit within her, to the spirit beyond in the cosmos, 